0: Hello, and welcome to the second episode of It's Not a Small World After All, the podcast. On today's episode, we will be interviewing Zoe Soare, who is from Sierra Leone, about her experience living in Sierra Leone,
1: and just what the country is like. Here is a little bit of background information on Sierra Leone. According to the CIA World Factbook and Encyclopedia Britannica, Sierra Leone is a small country located in the tropical region of northwest Africa. It is bordered by Guinea in the north and east, Liberia in the south, and the Atlantic Ocean in the west. Sierra Leone has a tropical climate that is hot and humid all year long. The country is dominated by a plateau with mountains in the east of the country and mangrove swamps along the coast. The country's most important natural resource is diamonds, which have been a source of conflict and bloodshed. Sierra Leone has a population of roughly 6.3 million people. The population is a mixture of multiple African ethnicities. Numerous languages are spoken, including French, Creole, Mende, Tenme, and numerous other languages. The capital and largest city is Freetown, which has a population of 1.14 million people. Other large cities include Kenema, Bo, Koidu, and Makeni. The population is majority Muslim, with Christianity being the largest minority religion. Sierra Leone is one of the least developed countries in the world. Much of the population lives in poverty. Most of the country practices subsistence agriculture. Many people also work in mining, which is the largest industry in Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone is one of the world's largest exporters of diamonds, but the industry has led to eternal conflict, bloodshed, instability, and civil war. All right, let's get to the interview. Uh, an
0: advance warning, this interview was recorded in a room with poor audio quality and lots of noisy people around it, so the audio quality is not very good, and we apologize in advance. Let's get to the interview. Hello, I am Gabe with It's Not a Small World After All, the podcast. I will be interviewing Zoe Suarez, who is from Sierra Leone. Um, hi, Zoe. So first question, how long did you live in Sierra Leone?
2: Okay, so I came back to the States um around middle school. I'd say the second half of sixth grade. Um I'd lived here before my family had um property here. So I've been exposed to the States, but um I'd say that most of my time is spent
0: So what was just like your general experience like in Sierra Leone Sierra Sierra Leone? No, yeah, kind Sierra.
2: Of but um yeah, it's the, the culture I have grown up around my entire life. My family's primarily from Sierra Leone. Um some from the Middle East, but mostly Sierra Leone and other parts of West Africa. Um all of my a lot of my friends are from there. Um it's like the language I've always been exposed to it. Um so yeah, it's just all I've ever known.
0: So uh you've lived in Sierra Leone? Mm-hmm. I you currently live in the U.S., uh, what are some, what, is, what, what are some differences that you kind of see between the two countries?
2: I'd say the mannerisms of the people here are, like, polar opposite, I'd say. I feel like people in Sierra Leone, they have a very, like, family-orientated view, so basically everyone who sees, um, in some way, like, related to you, even if, like, not by blood, but, um, you'd see someone in the street and you'd like call them auntie like if you see like a woman who's older than you or like a male who's older than you it's like your uncle um you know it's just it's just like the culture there um not saying that everyone like is just walking up to strangers and being like hi uncle but like you you know what I'm talking about I think and um in America I feel like everyone's so like within themselves and they're very focused on their like like, their family that's, like, around them, like, maybe their kids, and very, like, um self-focused, right? I don't think, which I don't think is a bad thing, but it's, like, a, it's just something I've noticed.
0: An interesting contrast uh, from Sierra Leone to the country we did before this in Norway is, this didn't make the podcast, but we were talking about that in Norway, there, people tend to be very quiet and reserved and uh so i guess that is kind of similar in some ways to some the u.s but i said in other parts of the u.s people tend to be more you know social i uh, i my, my mother grew up in the deep south she talks about how everyone knew each other there um so i guess there is sometimes we can't see throughout a lot of different cultures yeah. um what are some just some general cultural differences uh, between the United States and Sierra Leone?
2: Um, well, you were talking about like similarities between like the South and Sierra Leone. Um, I definitely see that because like back in Sierra Leone, like a lot of like neighborhoods, like everyone like pretty much knows each other. But um, here, I feel like in like maybe in the north of um, like in the North in America, I feel like. Um, Everyone is like very good themselves, which in Sierra Leone is like completely opposite, because everyone's like, um, very social, like in most places in Sierra Leone. So I feel like just socially it's different. Um, also, like, uh, Sierra Leone is like, and because we're in West Africa, it is like a hub for like music and like, dancing, and like, I feel like, um, that is very different from America, because America, like, it is very like, musically orientated. Um it produces so much music for like other countries and all that stuff. But um yeah, it's you know it's very much like in like everyday practice of just like have fun and like it's a way of like um getting closer to people you know. Uh just dancing with them. Yeah.
0: This is something I was thinking about while you're talking is you do you, uh mentioned some of the differences that the U.S. has culturally, culturally throughout different regions. Is, are there any kind of cultural differences in different parts of Sierra Leone?
2: Definitely. Um, I feel like um, people who live in, like, Freetown, which is the capital of Sierra Leone, they're probably more forward-thinking than people, like, the <coughs> outskirts. because people who live in, like, villages out there are, like, very religious, and I feel like it's just, like, um with people who live in the city, against, like, people who live in the suburbs, like, in the U.S., like, usually people who are, like, in the U.S. and, like, the suburbs and stuff, are like, a little more conservative, a little more religious, and, um, like, it's the same in Sierra Leone. Um, I feel like younger people live in, like, the cities in Sierra Leone, and, like, more, like, religious people live in, like, villages and things like that, so I feel like that's uh, the difference.
0: Uh, this it's definitely interesting. Uh, so what are people just what are people in Sierra Leone like? Uh, we talked about, already talked about, talked about this a little bit, but can you go into more detail?
2: Um, I'd say very very social. When I'm here, I feel like a lot of people are like, "Wow, you're so social," and you're so like, um, you know, like out there. And I feel like a lot of people in Sierra Leone are like that. Um, we're just very like we, we love other people. Like being
0: on people a lot so are there are there things that you miss about Sierra Leone
2: yes definitely I love the work ethic of the people there and I love being surrounded by my friends and my family um I was so close to all of my friends there I lived so close to everyone and um the majority of my family is there so seeing my family every single day is so different from like not seeing my extended family here. because um, mainly I you know, like we moved here and my mom's sister moved here, but not a lot of people live here obviously because everyone's back in Sierra Leone. So I miss like going to the beach with my family and just um going to school with my friends, like my childhood friends. Okay. Um
0: so what is kind of like the situation like in Sierra Leone from the time that, uh, you live there and maybe even today? Since I feel like people do have a lot of ideas about African countries in general, is, would you say that people, uh, some of the ideas that people have, it's kind of, they're like more torn, they're, they're poor. Would you say that they are, that they're just, they're just stereotypes or is there any truth to them or just what, what is just in general the situation?
2: So I feel like for stereotypes in general, they come from somewhere, um, but I feel like a lot of it is just like over-saturated things that people see in media. Not everyone lives in a hut, obviously. If people get education there. There's so many like normal things that are there. Um, and I feel like America tends to have like this whole like white man's burden, like Philosophy where they think that like every other country except for America is like suffering and everything, and of course there is suffering in Sierra Leone that comes from like the wars that we've had, and um things like that, but you know, when I was in Sierra Leone and when I left Sierra Leone, it was mainly because of Ebola um it had struck in Sierra Leone, and um a lot of people were leaving the country, and so. We left as well for safety reasons, um, because I've been under siblings. And, um, yeah, I feel like also that brought about a lot of other, um, stereotypes that people see about West African countries, like, um, you <coughs> being like dirty, being like, like diseases and stuff like that. Um, yeah, just like a bunch of stereotypes about the country came from that too. Like, as of now, I feel like the political climate of Sierra Leone is suffering. It's like really, really bad. Um, recently, the person who's in office right now isn't someone that I think is good for the country, and a lot of people believe that as well. It's more like a dictatorship,
0: okay um. How does Sierra Leone compare to other countries other than the United States that you've experienced? I know you have family in, uh, I believe, the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, obviously, the U.S. and the U.K. are fairly similar, but how how would you say, just in general, how does, how does Sierra Leone compare to other countries to, that you have experience with?
2: Well, for the U.K., actually, they follow the same educational system because... Um, yeah, their educational system is based off of the UK, so um, we like kind of learn the same way, I guess, as the United Kingdom. Um, at least in the schools that I went to. Um, but yeah, I feel like the differences are pretty much the same as America, except for I feel like people in the UK are even more reserved than people in the US, because um, I feel like people in the UK even think that. Things that happen in America are absurd, Um, but yeah, I feel like there's definitely the relationship between the UK and Sierra Leone is so different because we were colonized by the United Kingdom, and it's just, like, intense, (laughs) but yeah.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned education, which does help lead us to our next topic. Uh, What was your uh, education like in Sierra Leone?
2: So I went to three schools in Sierra Leone. Um, the first one was more like a classic Sierra Leone school. wasn't very modern. The teachers like have only been Sierra Leone and all of that. Um, it was basically very strict. Um, but I also went to an international school where a bunch of international students came. Where like if their parents came to Sierra Leone for business. There was a lot of like, Middle Eastern people there, a lot of people from China, even some people from the U.S., who were like coming to Sierra Leone to like live because of their parents' job. And um, everyone spoke English there. A lot of people were like... In a lot of schools in Sierra Leone, you're not allowed to speak Creole, which is the dialect that most people speak in Sierra Leone. So a lot of people who are coming from international schools um, weren't being exposed to Creole, which is the language I feel like you have to know when you go to CLEM, even though most people speak English. But um, yeah, so it's mainly, th- the educational case system in CLEM is very Eurocentric, I'd say, and they try to be super strict. And it's it's so weird. It's really, really weird. It's I, I'd say I got a good education, but they kind of like rejected culture in schools, like they didn't want you to speak Creole, like they didn't want you like do anything that seemed like super African, which is super it's weird. I feel like it's yeah, it's it's weird and I think that is the product of like colonization and stuff like that. But um yeah. It was I thought I'd say I, I got a good education though.
0: kind of what kind of impact did that have on you and other people at the school who were basically being told that this is the this is how you have to, this is the culture you have to follow. Not you, you can't speak the the main language. You have to learn this Eurocentric education. Did that? What kind of impact did that have on? You?
2: Yeah, I feel like it's really changing like young people too in Sierra Leone. Like a lot of people who are young in Sierra Leone are like moving more towards like Europe and like the West and. They they want to be immersed in that culture because it's what people are telling them like this is better this is what you should know and like um, they don't teach like other dialects that are spoken in Sierra Leone in school they don't do any of that they teach like French and they teach like Spanish and a lot of those languages are people are languages (coughs) that um, people in Sierra Leone aren't gonna use depending on their circumstances Um, but yeah I feel like it definitely changes the way people view their own culture and I feel like it could be damaging in that sense. Um but again I feel like the educational system itself is good. I feel like they're like everyone's getting a good education, but it's just like is it worth it if we're like rejecting culture
0: in order how does the education system in Sierra Leone, in terms of like how things are taught, is like how does it compare to the United States? Which I you go to a Waldorf school, so there may be a little
2: yeah, it's a little different than it's most com- American schools. Yeah, it's but. completely different. It's pretty much like comparing schools in the UK to schools in the US, because that's like the modern, it's what we follow. So basically, like the grading is different. Um, like you have like secondary school and like it, everything is pretty much different <laughs> in that sense and you're definitely learning, you're learning with the metric system and all of that. Um, so yeah, it's it's very different. Um, so it's interesting because a lot of people who lived in Seattle who are moving out of Seattle moved to London. Um, they don't really think about coming to the U.S. that much. So yeah, I feel like that's a different thing.
0: Uh, moving on to another topic, uh, what kind of holidays are celebrating, mm-hmm. celebrated in Sierra Leone, and are there anything that are similar to holidays celebrated in the U.S.?
2: I feel like most holidays are pretty much the exact same, except we don't have Thanksgiving, um, which I don't think any other country has because of like the history of Thanksgiving. But um, yeah, we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Eid, um, we have Independence Day, which is similar to the like, you know, U.S., but yeah, a lot of their holidays are pretty much just following holidays that are in the U.K. and the U.S.
0: How diverse is Sierra Leone culturally uh, and just demographically?
2: Um, well, most people who are in Sierra Leone are from Sierra Leone. They're like families from Sierra Leone. Um, there isn't a lot of immigration to Sierra Leone, except from, like, the Middle East, which I'd say has been, like, an uprise of, like, people from the Middle East going into West African countries and, like, doing business there, so you can, like, make money off of, like, resources that are there. Same with, like, people from, like, China. A lot of people from China are coming to Sierra Leone to, like, do business and make money. Um, So there's a lot, there's, like, this uprise of, like, middle-eastern kids that um, only speak Creole because they live in Sierra Leone their entire life. Um, So there's immigration from those two countries. Um, So yeah, but not a lot of like foreigners, it's not very like, it's not uh, not a lot of, (laughs) there's not like vacation there mainly, it's not like a tourist place, so there's not a lot of exposure to like foreigners and stuff
0: like that. How are people, if at all, were people ever exposed to other cultures?
2: I'd say through media would be like the biggest thing because of the way the place that social media is at right now. Literally, anyone can know anything in like a minute because of how advanced we are. Um, Also, through like music from the U.S., it's also exposure because the U.S. pretty much provides so much music for the entire world and also like through like television and stuff like that. I, I have a cousin who actually learned the bulk of her English from watching Disney Channel, um, which is, it's questionable. But she, <laughs> she has an American accent, which is super weird and she's never ever been to America, but she has an American accent because that's where like she learned English from. And most people in Sierra Leone speak English, but like with an accent and stuff like that, but yeah.
0: Um, how would you say Sierra Sierra Leonean uh, culture compares to uh, Middle Eastern culture that you've uh, talked about a lot you said that it has an influence in Sierra Leone
2: yeah definitely does I feel like um, there's pretty much the religions in Sierra Leone or Islam and Christianity um, for like Islam that part is very like inspired by like the Middle East um there's a bunch of tribes that are originated from the Middle East. That's like um, like the Fula people. That's like where a bulk of my family originates from. Like the Fula tribe, they like migrated from the Middle East and on to West Africa. But um, yeah, I'd say that. Also, I'd say that the Middle East is even more conservative than Sierra Leone is. Um, but yeah... So just that and also like in schools, there's a lot of like Middle Eastern influences on school. There's a school called Ayu, which is like very um has a lot of Middle Eastern influence. That's where I went. So um Arabic was a language that was there that was spoken like primarily. Um and there was a class for Arabic too, if you didn't know Arabic. But yeah.
0: So did, did you ever learn Arabic?
2: Well, yeah, but that's because of, like, my grandparents, and they spoke Arabic, and um, so it was, like, a second language for me. I'd say Creole was my first language. But it was spoken to me as a baby, so that's how I learned it. But also, um, I didn't take Arabic in school. It was just kind of spoken to me by the teachers, because I already knew it.
0: Um, but, yeah. Um, so as we try to bring our interview to a close here, how do you think living in Sierra Leone has shaped your life uh, to this day
2: it has completely changed me, I feel like if I didn't live in Sierra Leone I would be a completely different person, I wouldn't be as connected to the culture that I'm from, like even if I didn't live in Sierra Leone I would still be from Sierra Leone, because my parents are from there but I lived there and it it's like my home and I couldn't imagine my life without it and I feel like just knowing other languages and knowing other cultures has really shaped me as a human being because I have a different perspective that a lot of people don't have the privilege to get. I'm really thankful for it. Um, So yeah, I feel like it's just made me a really well versed person.
0: So is there anything that you would like to let people know about Sierra Sierra Leone that we haven't covered? Uh, Any last things you want to say?
2: I'd say that definitely give traveling to West Africa a try a lot of people don't like think of Africa as like a destination to go but Sierra Leone is beautiful like they have ocean like the ocean is beautiful the beach is beautiful um, there's like resorts there it, it's gorgeous and I would recommend like visiting it to anyone
0: well Zoe sorry, thank you for talking to us
2: thank you so much for having me
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, On our next episode, we will be interviewing Nina, who is an Argentine exchange student about the country of Argentina. Thanks for listening, and we will see you on Friday.